camera and asked so oh, Martina would you like a little baby brother or a sister and I just sat there for a little bit and look up dead in the camera and I went yes so I can beat it with a stick. I think if I did have a brother or a sister I don't think I would have had an opportunity to pursue every career path that I ever wanted to go down to be able to travel the world and go to like the Maldives that's the number one destination I've always wanted to go to and I went to the Maldives when I was 25 I didn't pay for it and to be honest with you guys, between me and you and the whole world, everybody that's going to see Mother Bee podcast, I've never, ever paid for a holiday. But I feel like pressure is coming from everywhere, from my parents, from my friends, from just random people asking me, um, okay, you've been married two years, when's the baby coming? Or yeah. even I've had people at work ask me, I might look a bit bloated today, and I've had people ask me if I'm pregnant. The thing that scares me is what if you wait too long and then it's too late? That's like freaks me out realistically you'll get paternity for two weeks and you'll go back to your normal work life where likeliness is someone's going to replace me at my work that I've been working so hard for so how is it the same I just I think it's much harder for me to give up on my it's not so much a career but I've worked really hard to get to where I am everyone welcome to mother bee podcast thank you for joining us today can you please tell me a little bit about yourself okay so my name is martina i am 27 and i'm from essex i'm currently a solicitor i practice property property law i don't have any children my name is Bridget. I am 30 years old and I live in Essex as well. And I work for a law firm and I'm a paralegal and I don't have any children either. Perfect. Thank you so much, guys. So what do you think? What's your ideal perfect home? Like, If you could picture a perfect home in your mind, what does that look like to you? Probably be a happy home, um, husband, kids, a healthy home, happy home, just somewhere I'll be happy to go back to every single day and similar for me I guess um home where you'll say happy husband you know what they say happy husband happy wife right and <laughs> yeah simple life really yeah do you see do you both want kids I do but not right now I don't think okay. it's a good time for me right now um but when is a good time um yeah that's a good question will be a good time but yeah I, th- I think I would like a child not children a child that okay. one child that might be because I'm an only child but... right what about you Bridget I do want to be a mum I probably want more than one child now that I think about it because I'm an only child as well um I do want children but kind of like Martina not right now um I guess the way we differ is you'd kind of expect Martina in the situation she's in to want a child and in my situation I obviously don't want a child because I'm not one I'm not with anybody I am financially stable however I don't really I don't really see myself having children now maybe next year maybe in two years but right now I still feel like I'm a bit selfish I still have my only child tendencies and (laughs) it's still all about me I'm just going to be honest I agree I'm just being honest. Martina, do you? It is a big responsibility. I know, Mm -hmm. I agree. Definitely, I agree. Because having a child will change your life. And I, at the moment, don't feel like I'm ready to give up. I wouldn't say my life, but I wouldn't want to give up, for example, my evenings or my weekends. Although I know that 
in the future that it is something that I want right now it's not it's not for me I don't think and the more people put pressure on me the less I want it which is Mm -hmm. where we're at right now right so do you feel pressured right now to have kids oh yeah I've been pressured into having kids from the day of our wedding two years ago yeah married um been married for two years been together eight years and yeah so he really wants children he's always wanted children right Um, he has a brother and two sisters, so kind of biggish family. Um, and not because of that, but he, he's always wanted children. So from when we got together, so I was 19, he would have had a, a child then. Um, but it's always been me that's kind of said, no, I want to wait. I, initially, I said I want to get married. And then when we got married, I just said, well, no, it's just still not a good time for me. Um, but I feel like pressure is coming from everywhere, from my parents, from friends from just random people asking me okay you've been married two years when's the baby coming or even I've had people at work ask me so for example I might look a bit bloated today and I've had people ask me if I'm pregnant oh wow that's yeah wow how does it feel you know you know having been asked you know when are you getting pregnant when you're getting pregnant how does that make you feel pressured it makes me feel pressured and it makes me feel even more scared than than I should be because what are you scared yeah I'm scared about becoming a mother yeah of course I, I would say so I mean it's a scary thing you have to keep a child alive you have to provide for it you have to know what it wants at all times it's just a lot of pressure and not yes you have a husband but the likelihood of him being there all the time is slim it's the mum will always be there 24 7 where the dad will go back to work after two weeks paternity and will lead a pretty normal life where you have to give up everything and be at home all the time hmm. yeah I feel you it is a scary um change I guess for obviously being the only child to then having to care for a family yeah what about you Bridget do you feel pressured to have kids no I really don't like for example my mom she maybe mentions it once a year <laughs> that's about it so I don't feel pressured from my mom or my friends um or just even myself at all so I think that's why I'm kind of really relaxed about the whole situation and the other thing for right. me is the fact that I want to get it right in the sense that I don't want to be I don't want to feel pressured or get really anxious about having a child or being 31 and not have it well, 32 now basically and not having a child because I feel like that's when you make the wrong decisions in terms of your your mate that that, that you're going to be with so I want to make the right decision in terms of the person I'm actually going to be with and make sure that's a healthy relationship before I then bring a child into that relationship as opposed to rushing things, finding somebody and they may tick a few boxes and we have a child and then we find out, oh, okay, we're not actually compatible. Whereas I could take mm-hmm. it slow now. If it happens tomorrow, it happens tomorrow. If it happens next year, it happens next year. But I'm in no rush. Like I said, I like being by myself I like not being by myself in the sense that I don't want a husband or a boyfriend but just being by myself in the sense that I don't want somebody else to take care of like a child is something that I agree with you exactly how I feel a child is something that you know that is they're going to be with you for the rest of your life in my mum's case I've been with her since I've been you know I'm, I'm, I'm like 32 now so she's had to take care of me 
till now. She's had to deal with you. That would be all of this time. So I have to think to myself. 31 years. Yeah, I have to think to myself. I think in America, you know, kids move out a bit younger, maybe when they're 22, 21. That's the kind of feeling I get from some of my friends that live out there. Whereas here, you stay at home till you're a bit a bit older. So I need to be prepared yeah. to not only have a baby, a teenager, a grown adult living with me. Like I need to be prepared for all of that stuff. And right now I don't feel like I am prepared. However, in saying that, I don't think there is a right time. So I'm not saying I'm going to be with my husband and we're going to be sitting there one day and we both look at each other into each other's eyes and we say, right, we're ready. I'm not, I'm not saying that, <laughs> but I'm just saying at least in a healthy relationship, knowing that, you know, we're actually married or, you know, we're actually stable and we actually see a future with each other. And at least he has to tick over half of my boxes, you know, at least 90%. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's how. And, and, and I agree with Bridget where, where she says, you know, your kids stay with you for a long time. It's true. I went straight from mom and dad's house to a, a house with my husband and I lived with them for a long time. Um, I don't know if that's because I'm an only child and it would be different if I had siblings, but I I went straight from their house to a house with my husband. So they've had to deal with me and my husband living with them for, well, nearly six years. Oh, wow. That's interesting you say. Now, I think because obviously society has like, you know, an age where it's the best time, you know, we usually see this age is good to have to have a baby at 25, 26, 27. You know, we have that pressure from the society, from social media, from seeing our friends having kids and stuff. So um, are you worried that you're not a mum for that reason? Is that like, is that, is there a worry that I think, you know, okay, because obviously everyone around me is having kids and I'm not having, um, is that some sort of worry there for you? Absolutely not. For me, myself, I am not worried. I feel like a lot of my friends are pressured. Some of them are a bit older than me, 33. Even today, I was in the park with one of my friends. She's single. She's a year older than me, so she's uh, 33. I'm going to be 32 in July. So I feel like she feels pressured. A lot of females do feel pressured to have kids because there is this notion, oh, yes, you have to have kids at a certain age otherwise who's going to want Mm -hmm. you however I I don't yeah I don't know I I don't think like that and I don't think that there is pressure because like I said to you before when you feel pressure that's when mistakes happen and I just don't want that for myself I would rather relax you know if if my husband comes whenever he does come I just want it to be a healthy home as opposed to being a single mum being with somebody, rushing it, and then end up being a single mom, and knowing that I could have taken my time and, you know, found somebody that I actually genuinely feel happy with, and not only that, I feel happy with to bring a home, like to bring uh, children into a happy home. So for me, I don't feel any pressure because what if I did feel pressure? What am I supposed to do at this moment? Like go and pick anybody from the streets. Like, what do people expect people who are single to do when they do hit this age? It's not easy to go out there to meet people, especially now when you've got the likes of POF, Bumble, all these social media websites and uh, the dating websites as well. It's kind of hard to meet people, especially someone that is serious, somebody that you're trying to build a life with, because essentially most people, they kind of want to hit it and quit it. So it is quite difficult to sift through the good and the bad. 
And not saying there are not there are no good guys out there. Are, there are an abundance of good guys out there that I've met. However, just because somebody's a good guy, it doesn't mean that I'm going to be with them. I've, I've dated a lot of good guys, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean they're for me. It doesn't mean that I'm for them. So for me, it's all about taking my time. And if that takes till 35, then that's what I have to do because I'll be damned if I'm going to be with somebody and you know halfway a year a year from now we're not together all because I made like a hasty decision it's just not it's just not for me it's really not for me so that's why I don't feel the pressure I I, I agree to an extent but I myself feel pressure and I do feel pressure to have a baby and I do feel like the older that you get the harder it is because Mm -hmm. I have seen some friends of mine that are not much older than me and they've struggled but then at the same time I don't know if obviously we've never tried so I don't know if it's a thing for me maybe I can't have children altogether but I feel like I'm constantly being told the older you that the older you get the harder it will be yeah you might as well do it now you might as well do it whilst you're young because mm-hmm. you have energy and I'm thinking oh my god is, is that even true mm-hmm. and then I think no you, you're wrong it's not right for me so I shouldn't be pressured into this but I definitely do feel the pressure there all the time and especially if my friends are pregnant and they say oh how lovely would it be if our kids could be friends and the same grow up together grow up together and I'm just there like great yes I really want that but at the same time you'll get to go home and I'll be left with this baby no it wasn't actually did you talk about having kids but yeah I think you touched on that briefly that you know before your husband always wanted kids when you were together yeah he's always wanted kids even from initially when we met I say a year into our relationship, he told me that he wanted to have kids. Um, but looking back at it now, he's glad we didn't have kids or a child back then because it wouldn't have been right. He still had the tendencies to go out a lot and we've gone through problems where now it's kind of where for I say about a year, over a year, we've not really had any major problems. So I feel like now we're at a level where it's, it would be much better for us to have a kid now than it would have been back then. The likeliness is we would have broken up. Uh, it would have broken us. It, it definitely would have. So I feel like, yeah, even though he wanted kids, I'm glad that we didn't have a child back then. Hmm. I feel you. He, he definitely wants kids. Like He's got a niece. And every time we go and see her and we come back, he's always saying to me, how lovely would it be? And, um, you know, he, he'd be such a good dad. He would teach the kid to be great human a great person you know advocate for people and equal rights and all of these things and I'm like great yes but realistically you get paternity for two weeks and you'll go back to your normal work life where likeliness is someone's going to replace me at my work that I've been working so hard for so how is it the same I just I think it's much harder for me to give up on my it's not so much a career but I've worked really hard to get to where I am and where where I work, where someone goes on maternity, they will get a replacement for you, but they can't have someone not be there doing your work for such a long time. So I will get someone to replace me. One, they might be better at, at the job than I am. And two, they will take away my opportunity to grow even further in that time because I'm at home. And I think that's really hard where he wouldn't have to do that. He'll go home, you know, see the child. And then after two weeks, he'll be back at work progressing his career doing his thing whilst I wouldn't be able to do that okay so I know both of you obviously grew up grew up without any siblings how was it growing up as the only child 
So for me, I really liked being an only child. Um, I had loads of time with my parents one-to-one. I didn't have to share them with anyone. Um, they had a really good bond. No, it is. It's, that's how I felt. I felt like they're my parents and no one else's. I didn't have to share them with anyone. Um, we had a really good bond. We were always together. It was always the three of us. Um, we always did things together, weekends, after work, like my parents. Silly things like taking me to McDonald's. We were always the three of us. But then that made me a really jealous child. So if my parents were to cuddle another child or we'll see my cousins and they gave them a cuddle, I would hate the other child for being my being my parents. I thought, <laughs> my parents. No, no, that, that's how I seriously felt. And the talk of potentially having another brother or sister made me just, I was going crazy. I couldn't, couldn't imagine sharing them with anyone else. They were my parents, no one else's. So that's the only thing looking back I don't like because no child should be like that. It's, I think it's ridiculous. But apart from that, we were really close and we had a really good relationship. And we still do. I still see them all the time. And I speak to my parents three, four times a day. I'll speak to them before work at lunchtime and then I'll speak to them after work. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. That's a lot, you know. They're like friends. Yeah. Does that make you feel like very dependent on them? Do you think? Like, was that, you know, were you very yeah. dependent? Mm-hmm. I'm de- definitely very dependent. I feel like my parents, they treated me like a child in some aspects right until I moved out in, in terms of they cook me dinners and do my washing. And I didn't really know how to do these things. So when I moved out, I was, I didn't really know how to do anything. I didn't have to even wash my clothes. I didn't know how to set up bills. I didn't know anything about housework. It was really difficult at the start. I thought everyone, I don't know. I never thought that I'll be doing things like that because they were always done for me. Right. So things like your clothes piling up to be washed. Because I was an only child, my mom used to always do them, do that for me. Until what age was that? Till what age? Till... 27 wow the other day yeah the other day we moved out must be nice wow what about you Bridget I said same experience but just without my dad because my dad lives in South Africa so yeah literally the same as Martina I loved or I love being an only child I actually can't fathom the thought of having siblings it terrifies me but yeah, it's been, I think for me, it's been a good experience in the sense that just like Martina said, I get to have that alone time on and that kind of bond with my mum. And we, were, we are actually really close as well. So I think that's an awesome element. The fact that I had my cousins around me also helped. So I think that kind of helped me in the opposite way of Martina, not to be as selfish, but in saying that I am really dependent on my mum even now because I know whatever happens she'll always bail me bail me out or not to say that I've like been to prison or anything but she'll always (laughs) bail me out (laughs) but just in the sense that I think one time when I was a bit younger my phone bill was like a hundred pounds but I wasn't worried about it because I knew my mum would pay it because she just just did that and she obviously cussed me (laughs) she never I never I never used to get beat she would tell me off. I knew I'd always get what I want. I hope she's not listening to this, but I'd always get what I want. And it was literally just like, mom, can I have this? She'll probably talk about it for a few days. She'll say that we can't, you know, afford it. And then the next day, lo and behold, whatever I wanted is, is there. Right. So in a sense, I was really spoiled 
which is not good. But I also think that because I lived with my cousins, like I said, and I had that family always always around me, um, I didn't become, you know, selfish, but I did become really dependent on her. So I knew she was just always going to be there, especially like, you know, when it came to like finances, which is not so good because now I'm 31. Of course, now it's easier, but that's, I think maybe, I don't know, two years ago, I only just became dependent on my own. Um, and that's, you know, due to working at the law firm. But before then, no, I was still dependent on her. And it was just easy because she was just always there. Wow. No, I was just going to say I lived with cousins. So I think that made my only child experience a bit easier. Whereas right. some people, if you're literally an only child, your parents don't take you out. They don't do all of these things with you like my Patina's parents did. Then you're going to be lonely. My mum always used to take me out. We always used to go to, um, like, near Chocadero. I don't know if you guys even know what that is. Yes. Yeah. Like Leicester Square. You're not Let's that just say. Old. Yes. <laughs> we used to go to Leicester Square. She used to take me to the theatre. We just had so many different experiences, even, like, travelling. So it's been amazing in the sense that I think if I did have siblings, I wouldn't have had all of these ex- different experiences um, and I'm sure people that do have siblings also have these experiences too, but not that many. So for me, I can't think of even having brothers or sisters. Because really? So you never wish to have like a brother or no? sister? No. no. Wow, guys. Never. Wow. Oh, okay. No, but the That's thing is, you have to understand, me and Martina have had good experiences. I've got a friend, she's an only child and she hated being an only child. So I think it just depends on the experience that you've had. Like I had cousins around me, which felt like, you know what, I wasn't that lonely growing up. Not so much now, but growing up, I had all of my cousins around me. One of my friends, my my cousins, Tia, she she was like my sister. So it never felt lonely. I never felt bored. I always felt loved. So it was just a great experience, I guess, for both of us. Right. Um, whereas not everybody has that experience, so I guess that's the difference. That's fair. Did you ever ask your um your parent why they didn't they didn't have another child or why you don't have any siblings? My mom said I was enough. Oh, what about you, Martina? Um, I never asked them, but I remember being asked if I wanted a sibling, and that was I think it was like 1996. Yeah, I must have been about four years old. She knows and um, <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was 1996, July the seventh. <laughs> well, it must have been in the summer. So my parents got this camcorder. It was like the brand new thing to have to record your memories. And we were on the beach, and I was building something. And mum comes over to me with, with the camera and asks, oh, Martina, would you like a little baby brother or a sister? And I just sat there for a little bit and look up dead in the camera and I went, yes, so I can beat it with a stick. And then my mum's like trying to Whoa. like... Whoa! <laughs> trying to stop the camera. And she couldn't work out how to stop this camera and she was panicking. And then anyway, in the end, the video finishes. And I still remember that because I thought, oh my God, they're actually thinking about it now. I better tell them no now otherwise you know this might actually end up happening and I might have to share everything with someone and I just couldn't bear the thought of that so yes I I do remember that I've never asked them I mean when I was older I did ask them and they always said they wanted to give me the best opportunities in life and wanted to give me all that they had rather than share it and I really Mm. do appreciate that because even small things like helping you out with your house deposit 
I'm sure that if they had to yeah. do that with someone else or two, three people, then I wouldn't, they would only be able to help me like a small, small percentage of what I needed. And it's things like that. I will forever be grateful that they paid for my wedding. I'm sure that if they had to pay for I don't know, two or three weddings, they wouldn't be able to afford that. But <laughs> it's all materialistic. <laughs> but even small things like the other day, um, I said to my dad, oh, you know, the grass in the garden is dying. Like, I don't know how to fix it. Would you come and help me? Like he went and bought all the materials he needed. And then he came and sorted out my grass. I'm sure that if he needed to go to, I don't know, three houses because he had other children complaining <laughs> about things in the house, he'll be like, hell no, I'm going fishing. I'm, yeah. I'm not involved in this. Right. So for that, I'm really grateful. And I'm grateful that I'm an only child. And I don't think that people, and I, I get why you would want a brother and a sister because your parents don't live forever. And there will be a time where, sadly, my parents won't be around me and I will be on my own. But at that time, yeah. I'm hoping that I'll have a family of my own. So it's sad to think that way but for people who are sitting there with one kid and thinking maybe I should have another one I understand that fine but I don't think there's anything wrong with being an only child and I don't think you should feel guilty for them not having a sibling because they're lonely or I don't know they won't get to experience the same as someone with brothers and sisters I think that's wrong and you should think that way I think being an only child if anything is better because you can create a really strong bond that will last forever. Not that you can't when, obviously, you've got more than one, but I think it's a special bond when it is just you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, so from what you said, obviously, you, you both have, like, strong relationship with your parent, because, obviously, you've had that time, you know, you didn't, you didn't have to share them, so that that was good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You don't have to share them, so you create this bond that will last forever. And it's things like they will call me up and they'll know if I'm upset from just hearing my voice. Again, I'm not saying that that's not the case for someone that has more than one. Multiple, but yeah. for me, I do have this bond with them where they'll look at me and they'll know something's wrong. They'll look at me and they, they'll know I've had an argument with my husband. Or they'll look at me and they'll know that I've had a bad day at work from yeah. just the way I am. I don't know. I can't compare it to others that have you know multiple children. But for me, I, I feel like it is a special bond. Yeah, what about you, Bridget? How's your how's your relationship with your parent? Yeah, it's good on both sides. I mean, obviously, my dad lives in South Africa, so I can't physically see him. But I speak to him pretty much every other day. Um, and of course, my mum, I live with her. And in general, we have a great relationship. I mean, I would have moved out by now if we didn't at the age of 30, 30, 31. So the fact that I'm still at home <laughs> should tell you everything you need to know. But no, it's, it's a good relationship. And I do agree with Martina in the sense that when you do have one child depending on your finances or you know what you're doing at the time it's it's better in the sense that you can give them okay put it this way i would rather have if i'm just in the in the position i'm in now i would rather have one child and be able to give them everything that my mom's given me as opposed to having three children and giving them kind of drips and dribs and drabs of what i've got I'll rather focus on that one child and just, my mom has been able to give me every experience that I've ever wanted. Every career path that I've ever wanted to go down, she supported me, um, not only financially, but emotionally. And she's just been happy with everything that I've done because she's been able to, to provide that for me. Whereas like Martina said, I think if I did have a brother and sister or brother or sister, I wouldn't have had some of the experiences I've had. For example, when I went through the phase of wanting to become an actress, I was acting for like, I think over five years. 
and my mum was paying for me to go to America to to audition for drama school. She was paying for drama school here in the UK. She was paying for me to do classes. Oh, I was wow. hardly even working full time, and she was providing for me at that time because she knew that's what I wanted to do. She knew that was my dream, and I wanted to better myself, and I wanted to follow that dream. And she 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 helped me. So I think if I did have a brother or a sister, I don't think I would have had an opportunity to pursue every career path that I've ever wanted to go down, to be able to travel the world and go to like the Maldives. That's the number one destination I've always wanted to go to. And I went to the Maldives when I was 25. I didn't pay for it. And to be honest with you guys, between me and you and the whole world, everybody that's going to see Mother Bee podcast, I've never, ever paid for a holiday. Every holiday wow. Ever, ever no. Talk about a spoil, wouldn't uh, you? Wow! I've got you same here, and it's 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 fair to say that my parents are not wealthy at all. But because I'm yeah, a child, for me too, for me too, they have been able to pretty much put all of their spare money into one thing. So it looks like it's a lot, but really, yeah, it's not because it's just one person. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I agree with that. It's it's but maybe. That's another element of maybe both of us not even wanting kids now, because I guess because we've had such good upbringings and good lives and we've been able to just have kind of anything that we we essentially wanted, we would want the same thing for our children as well. So for me, I would want to give my children everything that my mom has provided for me and then some. Mm -hmm. If I can't do that, then I just don't, I feel like I'll be doing my children a disservice. Right. I feel like I would that's have fair. kind of failed, but that's 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 the bar that she set for me. Like I can't imagine my children coming to me for something and I wouldn't be able to provide it because my mom's kind of set that the base to be like, right, this is what I that this is what I'm doing for you. And for me, it's like I have to do that for my children. Like mm-hmm. I have to provide. Not to say that they're being spoiled, because for me personally, I don't feel like I was spoiled in the sense that I don't feel like I need to work. I don't feel like I need to, you know, clean my room or, you know, clean the house. Like, I don't I don't feel like that. Yes, I've been spoiled, but I still understand how to live by myself. I know how to cook. I know how to clean. Tina, I know you don't, but... <laughs> I'm getting there. Listen, you're you're learning. Learning. <laughs> but I have a question. You're learning. How, many, how many children do you actually want? Well, before I always said one because of everything I just said now um, in terms of, wanting to provide them with everything that I've had and then some but now I would say two because I don't think that my children are going to have the same upbringing as me in terms of having all of their cousins around my cousins lived with me like I said before um, we all lived in my nan's house at one point just all of us together growing up together so they're not going to have that experience of their cousins living with them so I think it might be a different experience of, for them when they grow up because then they might actually feel that loneliness so I would say two only because I don't want them to have that experience of feeling feeling lonely however if I did have one then like I said I'll provide that one child with everything I had it's interesting to hear what did you think of your parents relationship your mom and your dad what did you think about their relationship growing up how do I describe it difficult to say Sometimes they have really good moments and then they have really bad moments. Um, but when I was younger, they never used to allow any arguments or anything like that to happen in front of me. But their their relationship until now is, is, is on and off. Like They're so fiery. They love each other one minute and they hate each other the next minute. It's always been that way. 
but they have been together nearly 30 years now and they've stuck together so <laughs> I guess they can't hate each other that much yeah. but yeah that when I was younger their relationship to me always seemed perfect they right. never let any arguments or anything like that be shown in front of me so even if they were to when I got older I started to realize when they were arguing but they would hide it away so they would they would literally go outside the house and have an argument thinking I can't hear them or they would wait for me to go asleep and then have an argument over something silly like my dad leaving his socks I don't know not in the right place in my mom's opinion but they have their moments but ultimately they do their love for each other is incredible I I would if, if I can go 30 years married to my husband and not want to kill him I think that will be a success and that's how I see it <laughs> right no that's great what about you Bridget I mean they live halfway across the world from each other I can't really remember a point where they were actually together right so I've heard that many uh, many women are always worried whether they're mother material or maybe whether they can you know they're worried about the bond maybe they'll do the right thing when they become mothers like you know is that something you think about is that something you've you know you've thought about and it's like you know it's on your mind that scares me I mean I don't think I'm mother material for for the reasons like I said I when I moved out I didn't know how to do my my own washing I didn't know how to cook I still don't know how to cook so to have a child completely dependent on you you need to feed it you need to change it you need to make sure that it if it's sick it gets the right attention that to me worries me I don't I personally don't think I'm mother material right now I think I've got I don't know, I'm capable of becoming into mother material, but I'm not it right now. I'm sure that, you know, kids, I've heard of stories where they have allergies to milk or they don't eat or, I don't know, even that breastfeeding, that's a whole different story that petrifies me. To me, it seems so unnatural that I, right now, yes, I am worried that I'm not mother material right now, but I'd hope to one day be that. Mm. Well, at least you do want to try because obviously some people because they they think because they're not they don't want to be a mother um but you know it's you know it's still good that you want you want to be a mother um but obviously that's your choice um of course what about you do do you think do you think about whether or not you're mother material no nah, not really i feel like i will be when the time <laughs> comes like if you <laughs> if you speak to my friends so i'm sitting here like worried stressed pulling my hair Panicking. around like panicking like this this baby is going to rely on me for everything literally everything feeding keeping it alive day night it doesn't matter you need to keep it alive you need to make sure it has everything that it needs feed it make sure it's got the right amount of food and then when it comes to eating proper food you need to make sure that it's got like nutrients and good food that's a lot for someone to take on like it's a big job it's like a more than a job it's like a whole life change but the thing is for me, yes, right now I don't want a baby, but I'm not on any contraceptive pill or anything like that. We don't use protection. We use an app, which I know is dangerous, but we use an app. And I've not been on the pill for the last year and a half. Um, so far, so good. Oh, okay. If I was to get pregnant, I would go with it because I personally don't agree with abortion, but I would go with it. Yeah. What made you come off the pill? I came off the pill because I felt like it was making me emotionless, depressed, and not only myself, and I felt like that for a while. I was super depressed. Like, even people around me would say, 
I would come up with the most depressing things ever, like I just hate my life or Yeah. I, we, I can, would, we can we can we can remember and remember and I'm not kidding you the minute well not the minute I'd say two months after I stopped the pill I've become a different person I'm happier I show emotion more I feel to have sex more which is I don't know if I should be saying this on this but no please it, do it changes I, I feel like I was pumping so many hormones into my body that it was turning me into this depressed just dull I wasn't I wasn't interested in, in anything I was just depressed all the time and just by changing that I feel like when I've got more energy too I'm a nicer person I'm not as depressed I don't get as angry as quickly but yeah that, that was the reason I didn't come off the pill to get pregnant I came off the pill for the other benefits I'm just speaking mm. about oh wow that's interesting very interesting Martina how long are you willing to wait then it's not so much waiting it's when I feel like it's right and it's really difficult. This is why recently I, I put a thing on, on Instagram saying when's the, the best time to have a baby. And loads of people are coming up with different things because he's constantly on my case, like, when are we going to have a baby? Is it this month? Can we start trying? And I'm like, no, just just back off. Stop. Because you're just making me not want a child altogether. I don't know. I don't, ha- don't want to put an age to it. But when it feels right, I can have my moments. Sometimes I'll look at a baby and I'm like, oh, like they're so cute. But then the minute where I realise, well, they're cute right now because they're asleep, but they're going to wake up in five minutes and then they're going to scream for hours on end. You have to deal with that. I, that freaks me the hell out. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The thing that freaks me out the most is not being able to sleep. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I love sleeping. The thing that scares me is what if you wait too long and then it's too late? That's That freaks me out. Yeah, that's, that is scary as well. All I know is, Damien, you're going to start having to make some manuals or something in addition to them birthing bags if I got pregnant. <laughs> yes. I can just imagine, like, being there, like, what the hell do I do with this? I need a ring binder with, like, itemised things to do and things not to do. I'm aware you of the no, mother. You need a mother bee starter kit for new mums. No, you learn as you go. Like, all the mums I've spoken to, like, the first episode that we dropped, she didn't think she was mother material. Um, for me, yeah. like she 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 didn't think she was mother material. She like she even after she's had a baby, but the love she's got for him, like she learns as she you learn as you go. There's no like manual of how to raise a kid. There's there's no one you can never raise kids the same. Like not it's never gonna be the same. So you just have to learn as you go and pick up things as you go. And yeah, you you both kind of just learn each other's rhythm, and that's how it is. No, there's no there's no right or wrong to be honest. I think it would just come naturally to Martina and like. Dami said, mm-hmm. even when the baby's in the womb, when the baby's in the womb, you'll be reading books, you'll be going to like, you know, baby kind of classes. Antenatal classes, they, they, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Antenatal classes and speaking to other moms. And once the mm-hmm. baby is there, it's just going to be. It's You're going to forget you about do. the whole, oh, who, what this, did that. You're just yeah. going to react to what he does or what he or she does. You're just going to react to it. And, you get used and then you to find the baby. that, yeah, you find no. that you, you know what to do. You find yeah. that you know what to do like it's it's that's not... why I, that's why I do, like I don't seem worried because I know that's how it will be once the baby's mm. here you will just adapt yeah and it will just become second nature to but you will you though because there's so many people that go through depression after they give birth like that scares me or even worse touch wood what if you lose a baby during birth or before you give birth that's yeah. so scary or what if you lose your baby after six weeks of them being alive and you're already so attached and you love them so much that's so scary. 
No, it is scary, but you don't try and don't think about the negative, obviously, because obviously with life, everything comes, you know, we don't know what tomorrow brings kind of thing. So just yeah. try to focus on, you know, when the baby does arrive, how much you can give the baby, the love you can give the baby. And they also bring you joy, you know, just having this little human that's yours that you can love that just reacts to whatever you do. And, you know, you just can just give all your pure. They, they're so pure and innocent. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't go wrong. Um well, that's what I've seen anyway from, you know, from just being around mothers and, you know, my godson, he's just, it's just, he's just amazing. Now he's five and he's a bit of a <laughs> troublemaker, but <laughs> he's still the best thing ever. Like, you know, he's like, he's my heart. Like, and I, I don't know how I would feel with my own kids. And I can already feel like, I feel like that with, with him. Like people say we're born for this, you know, it's in, it's in, it's in us to be mothers, you know, we, we are made for this. Um, mm-hmm. And so we it's just gonna it's just gonna happen and you know just learn as you go I agree because most of the time my friends that my friends when let's say if we're walking somewhere and we see a cute baby I'll be like oh yeah he's cute and my friends will be like oh my god he's so cute I want a baby and I'm just like yeah he's cute let's move on like next (laughs) (laughs) next thing like we've acknowledged that the baby's cute let's keep it you know yeah I, I, I get what you're saying Bridget but at the same time like I feel like every time I see a baby it's like a reminder like the longer you leave it the less likely you are to have one of these. But at the same time, everyone's in my ear. Really? When are you going to have a baby? I think because I think because you probably have, you probably have a lot of pressure, whereas I don't have yeah. the pressure. Maybe if I did, I would think about it. And you'd kind of think I do have the pressure because I am 31. But I think people know me and they know that I'm not that type of person that will just be going with any, any Tom, Dick and Harry. So you can't put pressure on me because it's not going to happen until I want it yeah. to happen. So I think it's just one of those things where you're just going to have to do it when you want to do it. I think we spoke about it before already. I don't think you should force it, but then I think you should also sit down with your husband and speak to him about it. I know you've spoken before, but you just need to come to a, like a common ground as to when it will happen because you shouldn't be, yeah. you shouldn't be feeling like that. You shouldn't be seeing kids and thinking, oh my God, my time is ticking. Like you shouldn't feel like that. It should be one of those things. It should be something that you're really excited about. Like for me, like I said, I see babies. I'm like, oh my God, so cute. Then I just move on. Like I don't look at them and think, damn, I need to be having a baby next week. Like I need this to happen. Fair. Like I don't, I don't even think that. I don't even remember ever, ever thinking that. And I think only one of my friends, she's the only one that always, she's got two kids, but she's the only one that says to me, oh, she, don't you think she'd be having kids now? And I'm like, no, like, where, where do you think I'm going to get this magical baby from without a boyfriend, <laughs> without a husband? Like, where do you think right. it's going to come from? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I don't have anything. And I think for you, it's different because you do, you're in a, I think you're, yeah. because you're in a position where people think, wow, this is a perfect opportunity time. for you to have a, a perfect time for you to have a child because you're married, you've got your own property, you've, you've both got really good jobs. Like, what mm-hmm. are you waiting for? But then mm-hmm. at the same time, in hindsight, people also need to think about the fact that just because you've got all of those things, it doesn't mean you want a child then. You know, yeah, you still exactly. need to take your time. Because if you have a child now, you could have depression. Yeah, they shouldn't assume that just because you're married and you have a house, that the next thing for you to do is to have a baby because it's not right for everyone and it's such a big thing. So if it's not right for you, you shouldn't feel pressured into it. That is mm-hmm. a life choice that you're about to make. Why, why, why would you want to pressure anyone else into it? And the one thing that I would say to everyone is don't assume, don't ask someone, when are you getting pregnant? Are you trying? Is it not working? That is 
a shit thing that's to say the, to someone. That's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. Yeah, but don't don't feel pressure. But then at the same time, obviously speak to have a discussion with your husband, a serious discussion, because you need to come to a middle ground as to when this is going to happen. He wants it now. You don't want it now. So mm-hmm. there needs to be an agreement. No, I think you're going to get pregnant next year, Martina. <laughs> oh, I mean, if it happens, it happens. I'll go with it. But I'm pretty good with my app tracking at the moment. So, well, God might have He's other plans. You'll know. You'll know. Oh, you'll be the first to know, I'm sure. No, I can't yeah, she's wait. She's going to need a mother yeah. bee bag. I can't wait for you to get pregnant. I'm going to need everything. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll be there physically to guide you. <laughs> yeah, you'll be good, Martina. Yeah, you'll be amazing, Mum. When you say you'll be good, you'll be, yeah, exactly. You'll be an amazing mum. I mean, even though you say now, like, you have that those selfish tendencies, I have those too. But I think once you have a child, you, your instinct is just to put that child first. Yeah. And you won't so even you think- worry about you know, being a selfish person or having mm-hmm. everything you want. You won't worry about that. You won't even think about it. Yeah, because yeah. you think, I brought you into this world. Like, all you want from me is my love and just to keep okay. you safe. Like, like you know, if, if you think about it, like, it's just, like, speaking to other moms or babies don't even require much. Obviously, when they're, all they need to be, to be fed and to be changed and just to, for you to give them, like, they can feel the love. And even when they're in your, in your, in your womb, they can feel the love they can feel what you feel they can you know it's like the more the tension the more love and everything you give to them they'll respond to it so it would really make like make you over the moon don't worry man you'll be you'll be fine that's why i say she should be in a happy space because children obviously know so you don't want to Mm -hmm. i mean i guess you'll adapt even if it's in six months let's just say you did have a child even if you didn't want to have a child in six months i think you'll adapt and you'll be happy however in saying that just make sure you do it when you want to as well because it is your body and you know you have to be happy having a child at that time whenever it's going to be that's fine thank you so much um that concludes our conversation how are you feeling you know are you glad you had this conversation yeah i feel like it was therapy i like it <laughs> are, you, are you ready are you ready to, to 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 get pregnant <laughs> i would say so but it feels like therapy being able to talk about it it's, it's really good it's like took a lot of weight off my shoulder because I can't exactly talk about this with anyone else. Ryan doesn't understand it. My parents put pressure on me. So it's like really nice to talk to you guys about it. Thank you so much for listening. See you next Thursday.